Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Now, let's get into it. Jerome Luai signed with the Tigers. Five-year deal, starting in 2025. The reported figure is $6 million over five years. He will play for the Panthers 2024. What a huge signing for the Tigers. And I, I know that it's dangerous to say this. I know it's dangerous to say this. But I know they've won the spoon, back-to-back spoons. I get that. I actually think the club has made a lot of progress in the last 24 months. And we'll get into, you know, all of the board stuff, you know, because we actually, I think that happened after the last podcast. But I think this is a fantastic signing. I think this is exactly what they need. Now, you have to remember, people are going to sit there and go, $1.2 million or $1 million. Yeah, I understand. You know, you probably land him around the 800, 900K mark, maybe. Uh, But you have to remember, you don't get to save that salary cap money. If someone's on the market that's a premiership winner in the halves, do you risk going, okay, we don't want to pay $1.2 million for him, we only want to pay 700 k and missing out on him, and then missing out on the next half as well, and then you're literally the next five years, you're chasing your tail in trying to find a half because they're so rare to come by. Guru, what were your thoughts on the, the announcement? Yeah, I love it for the West Tigers. Uh, Jerome Luai, I mean, like him, hate him, love him. I really don't care. He, he wins games of football. He has done nothing but win for the last five, six years. Uh, he might not be the main guy at Penrith, but oh, <coughs> I think it's tough to bet against him. I, I think he's going to be a really good signing for the West Tigers. And, you know, if, if they would have signed him before, and the board was still the same and nothing had changed at the Tigers, I would have been a little bit nervous about this. But I just love the way that, you know, the people they've brought on, like Jerome Law is the big signing for me, and we'll get to it soon. Bringing Shane Richardson in, mm. just that, that's a game changer for me at the Tigers. I, I know it's hard to do and, you know, I, I think people will naturally just tip the Tigers to come last again. I think it's a great roster. Mm. I think it's fantastic. Like, you, <coughs> the only weak spots I can sort of see are the outside backs. If Justin Olam arrives there this week, mm. which, you know, that, that, that's the rumour, that helps with that. Outside of that, where's the weak spot mm. on this side? I think, I think it's a really good roster. And, I, look, it would be, I'd be shocked if they win the spoon again. Oh, yeah, and I once again, as you said, I know we said it last year, but I just can't see 
that roster finishing last. I just yeah. cannot with Benji as coach. Benji as coach, and th- there'll be a lot of challenges that will come with that for sure. But <coughs> Benji's got that. He, he's 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 a bit like Slater in that he'll be able to have a special Look, influence on those. The guys. thing is with Benji is that I don't know whether he'll be a great coach, but I know he won't be a bad coach. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know that, but I I can I'm very certain he won't be a bad coach. Um, but back to Drone Luai, Timmy. I'm so excited by it, and, and I have so much respect for, for Luai for making the move. He could have sat so comfortably at the Panthers, potentially jarred another premiership or two, who knows, with that dynasty, potentially more. But he had a quote when he came out with his, um, you know, his little press conference and, and said, it, to lead a team, is motivating. I think anyone saying ill about me motivates me. I've always had the edge and that chip on my shoulder. And he has because mm. people say, oh, you can't do it without the penalty team mm. around you. And more so without Nathan Cleary as your halfback. Well, he's led Samoa to a World Cup final from nowhere. He's had success leading the team when Nathan Cleary has been out. And he said, you know what, stuff you all. And as he said, anyone that doesn't like Luai because he puts himself out there, whatever it might be, as Guru said, you can't not respect the way that he backs everything up he does. And now he said, all right, screw you all. I'll go to a weaker club in the competition. I will lead them around. And he's put the ball in his court. And I would love nothing more than to see him go there and not only take them to finals, but hopefully further top four and who knows how far. Yeah, and like people that, at the end of the day, you can say whatever you want about Drone Luai and, you know, and, and look, I understand it. So he is very polarising. I get it. I totally get it. But he's the one out there in the arena making these risks. Now, some people go, oh, yeah, well, he's getting paid a lot of money. You don't reckon he could have got eight to 900K at a few other clubs that are doing much better than the Tigers? He's gone, you know what? Yeah, it's a decent pay packet, but he's gone straight to the, at the current bottom of the table side and said, is, basically, he is going to be the man. He's not going into a side that – and if you actually watch the uh, interview that he did with the announcement – that actually revealed there were more clubs than the Bulldogs Tigers that were really, really interested in, in Jerome Luai. Are you telling me there aren't some clubs out there that would have paid eight to 900K to put him at six? I think there are quite a few clubs that would have just tentatively said, like, for example, what about the Cowboys? Mm. Put Dearden at seven and, and Jerome Luai at Sharkies. Sharkies? Like, there are a few clubs that would have paid eight to 900K for Jerome Luai at six. And look, if you want to sit here and pretend that he isn't a very good six, you just, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, if you, I, I, I agree, I'm not sure whether he can be the main guy. I'm not sure. Maybe he will. And this is what he's going to go and he's test himself and do, which I'm so excited to see and, and fair play to him to do it. But to say he's not a good six is outrageous. Go back and watch his origin debut. Tell me that guy isn't a good six. And, and, and as a comparison, you look at. <laughs> I'm not comparing by any means Cooper Cronk and Jerome Luai as footballers. But, you know, with the amount of success that Cooper Cronk had throughout his career at the Storm and then with the Roosters, and there's always the Immortals conversation come up. And someone always says, well, what about Cooper Cronk? Cooper Cronk's success throughout his career, all his grand finals, all his victories, his Queensland, et cetera, et cetera. But there's always the question, like, oh, he did it with the best teams around him. And you say, you wish you would have seen Cooper Cronk with a bottom four team or even a bottom eight team. Jerome Luai, he had those same question marks around because he'd been with Penrith this whole time. He said, no, stuff yeah, I'll go out and I'll show you what I can do with a lesser team. Yeah, it's super exciting. So you've got to respect the fact that he is willing to, because he knows that he is going to be front and centre of that organisation and anything that goes wrong, even if they finish 10th or, or 9th, it's still going to be, ah, oh, no, nah, not good enough. Even if they finish f- finals, it's probably going to be, oh, it's actually because of this player or this player. Like, 
I think there are some people that are just no matter what he does, unless he wins a comp, which is like, come on, um, it's going to be not enough. I, I, I got a lot of respect for Jerome. If he has three years of no finals <coughs> from being, what, 26 to 29, 27 to 30, whatever it is, he gets branded forever as, oh, he was just good because he was around a good team. Yeah, it's a huge he's, risk. he's taken on that challenge. He's like. taken on that challenge. And as we said, like, th- there are plenty of clubs that would have paid eight to 900K for him. Mm. Um, you know, so I, I think it's uh, a great signing and I think I've got a ma- massive respect for Jerome for doing this. And as I said, people say they want characters in the game until they get characters in the oh, game. Yeah. They just want characters they like in the game. You can't tell me rugby league isn't better with a with with rugby league isn't better off with a guy like Jerome Luai in it. He he brings people like okay the perfect example, and I'm just talking about boxing, not what you know Floyd Mayweather did outside of boxing. People used to watch Floyd Mayweather to get knocked out, but imagine a world where Floyd Mayweather wasn't a boxer. What would, what would have we been watching the last ten or so years? Yeah, okay, we had some incredible stars, Manny Pacquiao, you know, like for sure. But Floyd Mayweather was boxing for X amount of years. Now, I'm not saying Jerome Luai is the Floyd Mayweather of rugby league because he, you know, Floyd Mayweather is a goat. But what I am saying is, is that his villain arc that he's embraced and he has fully embraced mm. it now, it's part of rugby league. It's part of rugby league. And you've got to respect him for that. <clears throat> I often think like, and you know, I'm not putting these two in that Immortals debate, but I always think it's interesting. Whenever the Immortals come up, you look at people, probably just the older generation than us that say, why isn't Sterling and Brett Kenny Immortals? And I always sit there and go, well, it's fucking obvious why they're not, because they're paired together. Mm. They're remembered as a combination, not as much as great individuals, whereas your Joey's, your Thurston, mm. you remember them as individuals. That's and I love That's a great point. that Jerome Luai has gone, you know what, at the moment, because I mean, can you imagine a world where you win three premierships in a row, go to four grand finals in a row as a 5'8", and people go, it's only because you're halfback? And also, you go to Origin, you have a gun debut, you're actually part of the, a record Origin series win. You're the 5'8", the most dominant Origin team ever. Like, literally. In a, one in series. In, yeah. in your debut series. Your debut series, you win by a record margin. Yeah. Your debut series. And you did it all in Queensland. Yeah. On top of that, you replaced James Maloney, yeah. and people still can't respect you. Right. It is, like... The worst season he has had in the last four is he lost a grand final to Cameron Smith. Yeah, yeah, it's um, and you know, if if you if you can't admit now that he's a good six, I just yeah, I don't know what. And look, it's funny. I see a lot of comments now, like, oh, look at the grand final. It's like, oh my god, the dude needed a shoulder reconstruction. Yeah, he was a little bit quiet. It's like, anyway, the answers are all obvious there. It's funny how people look to 40 minutes of play and go, oh, he's not a good six. It's like, oh, okay, so the three premierships in a row don't matter? Like, yeah. like, and I think the calls off the back of that grand final are so unfair. <coughs> like, they brought Jack Cogger into that game. He is a completely different footballer to Jerome Luai, and it just happened to suit that moment and the way that they Cleary essentially moved to six. Yeah. Where were you all before that game saying Cogger should be the starting fucking oh, five? No eight? Where were there. you all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very interesting year, boys. 12 months. Jaden Sullivan, Latu Fainu, Aiden oh. Caesar, Adam Dewey. Mate. They're, they're all playing for one spot. Like, don't get me wrong. I know, like, Dewey can go to centre. He can play different positions. But <laughs> Sullivan, Fainu, outstanding talent. Caesar back into the NRL in the twilight of his career. All these blokes were essentially, if Dewey does want to play 5-8, which to my knowledge last time I checked he did. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Yeah, yeah. especially come back from the ACL. But Well, like with Luai coming, and that's what I was going to speak about, mm. with Luai coming, you basically have to make a decision now, is he a 6 or is he a 7? Yeah. yeah. So all those blokes, the next 12 months, just the, the narrative, the chat around all of them, their futures, 
every game is going to be so important for them. Can be a fun one to, to watch. And it was, you know, two years ago we were sitting here going, Matt Burton's arriving next year at Canterbury. Who's going to be the guy? Matt Burton arrived and we went, we still don't know who the yeah. guy is. The Tigers need to have this sorted. They need to have a plan. Yeah. First thing they need to do is work out is he, is he going to be our seven or our six. Yeah. And then they need to work out who's going to be the guy. If it's going to be Latu, if it's going to be Bud Sullivan, he'd probably be my favourite at the moment. I think <coughs> Bud would be the one. I think, unfortunately for Aiden Caesar, I I would lean towards trying to set Luai up with his partner for the next five years, yeah. not the next two years. If I'm the Tigers, and I know Tigers fans definitely don't want to hear this, but the result for you guys this year, you've already won the spoon twice in a row. Like, if you win it again, does it really matter that much? What does matter is you don't want to be in a bulldog situation where you're rolled in with your star player and you have no idea who's going to partner him. You need to begin preparing whoever the partner is. And look, this may change, but I believe all selections in the spine should be around, I mean, not, not, not all selections and not 100% of the selection, but a large portion of the decision-making making process should be around will this person fit the system that Jerome Luai is going to need to be the best he can be. Um, I personally, I would start the year with the idea that Luai is a six, uh, six and I would be trying to work around that and say, okay, Luai's going to be a six. We need to find someone that can lead the boys around. Like, I would see how that goes. And then if I've gone, look, we've given a few of the boys opportunity that not a single person has stepped up and done what they need to do, then I'll go, shit, maybe we just need to put the Y in seven, and that's when I would start going, who is going to be the six? What, yeah. what do you boys reckon? I would head into this season with a plan that my round one spine for 25 is going to be Appy at nine, Matamura at 13, Bud Sullivan at seven, Jerome Luai at six, and um, fullback at one. Because it's funny you say that because like, I, I agree, but it's – with, if you're going to start preparing now, if you weren't going to start preparing now, sorry, I would actually probably have Bud at six and Caesar at seven. But if you are going to start planning now, I would put Bud at seven mm. and, and maybe at last two at six. That's yeah. what makes it so hard because I think for 20, like if Luai didn't exist and he wasn't coming, you straight away go, Aiden Caesar has to be the half. For sure. He's the experienced head in that team to lock him in, let Bud get some time. But you're right, if you're properly planning, you would have Bud at seven from round one. I, I'm not sure how they manage that. I would – I don't know. I, when I, you, you can talk about it more, but even when I watched Aiden season when he was playing halfback, it's not like he's the most ball-dominant guy in the world. So I, I think playing Caesar and Bud I, – I think Bud can get a lot of experience at six preparing himself mm, okay. for that role. Okay. Timmy, it's a really tricky situation, as you said, because <laughs> the way I see it, and I think we, we sort of spoke about and alluded to the Dragons – last year early on and the doggies to a sort of less degree that all right they're in rebuilding phases and they need to put plans towards the future and we especially spoke about it midway through the year when the seasons are in strife all right start preparing for next year as much as you don't want to hear it you're not going to make finals it's going to be tough and you can say similar about the tigers this year and like do you put someone like sullivan at seven or do you put final in there to get them experience leading into next year but the Tigers' roster is still so strong mm. and there is no reason why if this uh, the new order at the Tigers and the new coaching staff and board and everything and players that they can't be a finals footy team. With the squad they've got on paper, there's no reason why they can't win week one of finals or week, win week two of finals. So they don't want to sacrifice what they can achieve with their current roster in 2024, whereas there are other rosters, and look, I'm going to call it the Dragons, who are going, 
we need to build, we need to build, we need to build. If that isn't necessarily finals in 2024, but we're better placed in 2025, so be it. I know that sounds shit for Dragons fans, but it's not an overly exciting roster as it stands. Um, if I'm a Tigers fan, I'm going, why can't we, you know, push come September yeah. next year? I, 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 know, I do think they've got a, a good, solid roster, but comparing them to some of those other rosters that missed last year, like Rabbitohs, mm. uh, Cowboys, Eels... Um, I still think they're a little bit off finals footy. So that's where I go, look, what's the difference between 10th and last? I know there is a difference financially, but I know that for sure. But I just think build towards next year because they're not going to win a comp this year. They're not going to win a comp. And it's very easy for me to say because I don't have my job on the line. You know, people are sitting there going, oh, yeah, just focus on next year. Well, what do you do if you're a coach and you're coming, you know, there's been no improvement and you're coming 15th and everyone's going, well, Tim Sheen's got sacked. Benji's here now and we haven't even improved. Everyone's putting pressure on, well, Benji's not a good coach now. And he's sitting there going, no, no, you just got to wait till next year. Like, it's such a fickle game. So it's, it's a tough one. It's a, it's a very, very, very tough call. Uh, Hopefully that's where this new board and the new backing and all in. that come in and they say, Benji, and if that is the like, mate, build, build, build yeah. over three years – we don't care if we get the wooden spoon. We do, obviously. Yeah. You are our coach. You yeah. are leading us forward. And take that pressure off Benji to make those decisions to build to twenty. Give a clear direction, beyond. and that's where I think Richardson will be really good. Yep. Make a choice. I think that the the worst thing the Tigers can do this year is have one foot in and one foot out. Like, oh, we're tr- kind of trying to play finals footy, but at the same time, we're kind of trying to build towards next year. I think make a decision whether you sit down and go what you said, Timmy, and you go, no, no, hang on a sec. We have the roster to fake play finals footy. We're going all in. Make that choice early in the year. Or if you go, look, it'd be great if we can, like if Bud Sullivan comes out and plays how good we can and he plays seven, he kills it, that's awesome. And we put him with maybe Dewey and that's a way Dewey could get that six role. Fainu and Sullivan, I think that's probably a little bit too young to go with in saying that Fainu, obviously incredibly talented. He could explode as a rookie. But I think you've got to make that decision early and be really clear with it and stick to yeah, it. And that's it on that flip side, as, as you alluded to, Kempi. If Shane Richardson and co believe that they've got a squad to play finals football and push come September, you make that clear to Benji. Benji, like, no, no, we need to be, we need to play finals footy this year or, yeah. you know, be thereabouts. Yeah, yeah. Um, should, just be clear. Yeah, I think the direction, because that's... Because he'll pick his team accordingly. Exactly. It, that you'll make such different decisions if you're building towards next year or if you're actually trying to, mm. you know, um, make finals this year or push for it. Matty, what do you reckon, mate? Just based on, going off that, we've got a walking case study where we saw the... Bulldogs a few years ago screw with their halves every two weeks so they couldn't look two weeks ahead and they they were stuck in purgatory for about three years so if that's not an example um, the, the Tigers should follow then I don't know what is but yeah for the whole Luai situation I, I'm not surprised like he deserves first of all he deserves his huge payday like that's, that's the first thing like he's getting paid so much money and he's, he's won three comps so he, he deserves it um, which I'm stoked for him for but equally, the, the challenge to, to go to the Tigers who have come last. He's literally going from first to last. Like, maybe that, that won't be the case this year, but, you know. So, yeah. And I tell you what's funny. I, I, I actually, maybe it's just because I love the rugby league soap opera. I love the drama. Like, I saw a lot of, a lot of articles and a lot of things like, oh, hurry up, blah, blah, blah. I've absolutely loved this whole roller coaster ride. Like, the, the 5-8 of the premiership winning team, you know, uh, putting himself out there for clubs. Uh, he could easily just sit back and win another two, three comps with Penrith. I've absolutely loved everything. So, yeah, I'm stoked he's going to the Tigers. 
Yeah, you got it. I think we're. I think rugby league fans are getting a bit more like you know what. Just enjoy it. That's it. Just enjoy it, baby. You don't need to fight it. It's rugby league. Speaking of the Panthers, um, can I just throw in one more yeah, thing yeah, sure. on the Tigers before we move on? <clears throat> I wonder, like Jerome Luai, <laughs> even if he was to arrive in twenty five, and he underperformed, and it goes to shit, I really wonder if it took so long to sign him there because he essentially said, "Look, I'll come there, but you got to sort out this fucking board." Like, I wonder if Jerome Luai has potentially been the nail in that coffin that they needed to make changes. And I wonder if that's why it took so long to get this over the line. Because, I'm like, Jerome Luai's in a position where, as you said, he's coming from, you know, one of the greatest teams we've ever seen to, they've won two wooden spoons, right? One of the worst teams we've seen. Mm. He was holding the cards realistically. Like, even just the signing itself to get it, if it meant that it, you know, started to move certain people on from that club, maybe it's just a huge positive in that, if it, nothing it, else. You know, it's a, it's a really good insight, Guru, because maybe a part of that review of the board, and we'll get to the board in a bit, part of that was players don't want to come here, or part yep. of it was, and look, again, guys, we don't know what happened, but maybe they did go and speak to Appy Coruscant, and they said, mate, what do you think about what's going on? But, and he maybe he said, and guys... I don't know if you said this, but maybe he said, look, I think that this needs to change, this needs... Like, if you're doing a review of a club and the board, you go and speak to guys that have won premierships. Yeah. You go and speak to Benji Marshall. You go and speak to Api Corusau, um, in, that's if I was doing the review. Um, so it's, it's a great point. Like, maybe that was the final nail in the coffin of a high-profile player saying, look, the only way I'm signing a five-year deal with that club is if we know exactly what the future is going to hold with some... Big players. Now, the flip side of that is Shane Richardson's only signed a six-month deal. So we'll see what happens with that. But anyway, we'll get to the board in a sec. Anything more on that? No, no. I just, I just think that's something worth noting for Tigers yeah. fans that, you know, no matter what happens here, I think it has been a catalyst for good thing. And look, I think a lot of people are sitting here pointing fingers going, oh, it's all solved now. The board's gone. You still got to get the results on the board. Like, yeah. we're all assuming the board was the problem. Yeah. But if we get to the end of this season, we've got another spoon on our hands. We're going, oh, okay, well, what happened there? Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't think that will happen, yeah. but the West Tigers have got to show that, you know, what the you know, everyone was pointing fingers at this thing for so long. Was that the problem or not? We still don't have that answer. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Uh, like, for example, Michael Maguire, we were all sitting here a few weeks, you know, years ago going, fuck, Madge, like, just doesn't seem to have that connection that we thought he would with the boys, blah, blah, blah. Now we're all looking back going, oh, actually, he was doing... Re-. Like, imagine Michael Maguire with the roster they have now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, and look, I'm not sitting here saying that, I, you know, I'm fully on board with the Michael McGuire train mm. and he's, like, he's the, the best coach since sliced bread now. But what I am saying is we have to look back on that and go, <laughs> the roster he was dealing with, for them to come ninth is actually outrageous. It's actually outrageous. Mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.